This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by the Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. Genomic medicine does not yet play a significant role in understanding fetal losses during pregnancy or immediately after birth. And so Fauzan Al-Khuraya, professor of human genetics at Al-Faisal University and principal scientist at King Faisal Specialist Hospital and Research Center, initiated a study with his colleagues to determine whether genomic medicine could help explain fetal losses as well as provide a tool to help families with recurrent losses. We've noticed uh, a big gap in the care of patients with uh, recurrent fetal losses. And typically, there's very little to go by in terms of specific clinical findings that guide you. And a lot of them remain without a specific diagnosis. They recruited 44 families for the study. The scientists either had access to genetic material from the deceased fetus, or they relied on the genetic material of the two parents. So as expected, uh, we did identify causes that are known in the literature. You know, there are genes that are known to cause major fetal malformations and death. And that's the typical presentation. We call these uh, category one genes. And then we identified mutations in genes that are known to cause Mendelian diseases, but not necessarily fetal death. So these are considered uh, examples of phenotypic expansion, which again makes sense. It will make sense that certain mutations will cause a milder phenotype that you do see in the postnatal life. But if you have a much more severe mutation, then, you know, the uh, phenotype will be so severe that it could present as fetal death. And then category three are genes that have not been established as disease genes in humans. And I'm careful in my choice of words because some of them had been shown to, let's say, propose to cause diseases in humans based on single families. And as you know, in genetics, this is not sufficient to establish uh, a disease gene link. Uh, We need more families. So some of them are completely novel, never been shown to cause any human disease whatsoever. And some have been proposed as candidates based on single families in the past. And we call these category three. For the completely novel mutations, which had never been shown to cause any human disease, the team put some of these genes in Category 3 because they've been shown to lead to death in animal fetuses in laboratory studies. These are cases where the genes have been knocked out entirely, rather than affected by a particular variant. Still, the mass models provide important information about which genes might be important for fetal viability. It's important to note that the Tier 3 genes remain possible explanations for fetal demise, and in the case of phenotypic expansions, these associations still remain hypotheses. Using a more conservative definition of variants that only considers pathogenic and likely pathogenic classes, the researchers were able to solve 50% of the mortalities. However, by using a broader definition of potentially causal variants, the percentage of potentially solved cases jumps to about 85%. More research still needs to be done. First, as Dr. Al-Khuraya points out, while this cohort was the largest to date, it is still small at 44 families much larger studies need to be conducted. In addition, the study cohort comes from a culture with a high rate of consanguinity, and more research needs to be done in other populations where there might be higher rates of de novo rather than inherited mutations. But the team found that, so far, in their own cohort, the resulting genomic data can be useful to parents experiencing multiple fetal losses. So we're pretty optimistic that a widespread use of of this technique will uh, result in a true change in the way maternal fetal medicine will be practiced in the country and and, and beyond, because 
we're not the only country that has, um, you know, recessive causes of fetal malformations. And they've shown they can identify de novo mutations as well. In addition, studying the genetic causes of fetal death can provide crucial information to science. The implications are not just the practical ones that I highlighted and we highlighted in the paper, but also just basic developmental biology work. Knowing which genes are so essential for early human development, this is something that a lot of scientists are very interested in because we cannot uh, systematically knock out genes in humans to study their role. And so resorting to naturally occurring knockout examples like the ones we mentioned, this could be very helpful in advancing our understanding of early human development. Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics and is published by the Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.